Hey everyone out there in Podcast Universe, welcome back to That One Movie Podcast. My name is Eric Voorhees, I'm here with Patrick Conyer, and what's better than watching a movie? Listening to two people talk about it. So, Patrick, this week, I don't know if you, have you started watching Stranger Things? I have. I finished literally tonight, the night that we're recording this podcast, I finished episode one. Episode one. All right. So I'm a little further behind. What what episode are you on currently? I think we're on four or five. Okay. So you're a little, how many episodes are in the season? Eight? Oh, I haven't even looked. I haven't looked. So um, from the minute I hit play, I felt like I was like sucked back into the eighties again Mm -hmm. for like, the third year in a row, which I'm not complaining because I think it's in, incredible. Can can we just say that it's a lot better to reminisce and be nostalgic about the 80s than to actually live in the 80s? I, I, I don't know. I don't know because if I would agree with that statement. See, because I'm, I'm on the edge of 80s. I'm in 89. So like... I, I claim the 80s, but I'm well, look, not technically. Look, would you be excited to be wearing the clothes and the style that those characters are wearing day to day? I, I <laughs> or mean, is it just 80s? enjoyable to watch them do it? No, 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 no. In the 80s, <laughs> for sure, 100% I'd be down. No. I don't think I could pull it oh, off like them. Dude, <laughs> I think it's dope. How much money was spent on hairspray in the 80s? That's what I want to know. <laughs> That's why we have holes in the ozone layer. Oh, man. From Maybe the 80s. You know, Stranger Things just is is a whole nother level. Like, I, I haven't seen the whole uh, third season, obviously, but it's what's fascinating is, like, I know that there's mixed reviews as far as, like, some people liked it, some people didn't. It, it is, and it's tough. And it's tough because, you know, when you compare things, especially art, you, uh, what's the what's the saying? Um, it is comparison is the thief of all joy. Or mm-hmm. another one that I'm familiar with is if you want to ruin something, compare it. Oh, that's good. Stranger Things. Oh, they're, com- the first, they're comparing it to what? The Stranger Things. The first the first season. The first season was so good, right? Yeah, but and the second season was just as good. I don't if think not, people would not, say that. Now I'm well, not because, saying hold on, hold on. I'm not saying the second season wasn't good. I'm just saying it wasn't as good. Mm. Right? Um, uh, I don't I can't agree with that. That you're you're allowed to disagree? Yeah. I think that's just the general general consensus though. And well, Stranger and so Stranger Things three, you know, look at that, and people are going to compare how not even necessarily how good Stranger Things season one was, but how they felt about Stranger Things season one, right? See, I I think I think they're getting attached to the this like the emotional side of yeah of how they felt when they first watched first seen it. Yeah, it's they, almost like how we get angry with like the Jurassic World series compared to <laughs> Jurassic Park or the old Aladdin, you know, the original Aladdin compared to the new Aladdin, where yeah, Star Wars. You know, it's, you're allowing your emo- yeah, yeah you, you're allowing your emotions from your youth the, to take over 
people audiences aren't necessarily comparing it is you know is this as good a storytelling as uh before um or is it still a great story they're comparing it to i no longer feel the same way i did that first time but how can you how can you not feel the same way I, I don't. I, that's the part that I don't understand because I feel the same way. As soon as I seen the characters, I was like, "Holy crap! I'm getting sucked back into this world, and mm-hmm. I'm gonna enjoy it." Like, I loved yeah. it, especially the opening scene. Like, the opening scene. I thought they were back in Hawkins, and ended up being in spoiler in Russia. If you haven't seen it, I'm sorry, but we're gonna talk yeah, about not really this spoiled. for a while. <laughs> but they're you know spoiled. what I'm saying, like. But the 80s was, it just like, I don't know. I love that they added those elements into like the, mm-hmm. for instance, like the KGB and uh, wasn't but, it, wasn't it in something they were talking about in Stranger Things? It was some, in one of the seasons they were talking about how something could have been the Russians. Mm, Is it the yeah, Russians? I, I think it was like um, Will's brother or something like that. Mm, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But it's just, I, I it was ironic, but I'm, I'm thoroughly enjoying yeah, uh, so and, and I think I think that's the one thing that Stranger Things is doing very well is it's just a fun ride. It's a sure. fun ride. If you don't if you don't sit there and analyze and pick things apart and then compare it, right? Don't compare it even to itself. Just enjoy the ride. It's a fun ride. You know, yeah. they they do some great things and we don't need to talk about Str- season 3 specifically right now because there's people out there who haven't been able to watch it all and then there's people who've seen every single episode already but you know the in the three seasons you see great colors vibrant colors a lot of fun um you get to see kids um doing you know things that are relatable today um to teenagers and also you know as adults when you think back your childhood but it's also reminiscent very much like 80s right so when I think eighties movies like ET, like Indiana Jones, like it has the adventure of Indiana Jones and the sci-fi of ET, right? And this, um, the, those types of movies, it's it's just it's fun. Yeah. So I, it's a, it's fantastic. I'm I'm loving it as as a sci-fi fan who loved uh, ET and the Goonies and just all these great, you know. 80s um films so i don't know stranger things one two and i'm sure three will always have a special place (laughs) especially two season season two to me was so good but you know i'm sure i just like we complain about jurassic park and world and all those other movies i'm sure people are gonna do the same um and just so you guys know uh the creators of stranger things uh the duffer brothers so we're going to put a link in the show notes for their uh, college thesis short film, which I think is super, uh, I've seen it before. It's super great. And you, you can still see like their, their fascination and how they dabble in sci-fi. Um, even there at the beginning of kind of like their careers. Um, so it's totally worth a watch and look for that link in the show notes. Speaking, speaking of, Netflix and cool things on Netflix. Have you seen the latest Adam Sandler movie? Um, that's my segue. That's your segue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, uh, 
It's funny you asked. <laughs> yes. Yes, I have seen it. I watched it. Um, what is it called? Right here in, in my chair. And uh, Murder Mystery. And it, it's, a mis- it's a mysterious film because Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston. Yes. I never thought I would ever see a movie with them two in it. Again. Yeah, like it they've just been didn't... in a movie before. I know, but it just seems like, what is she doing? <laughs> what do you mean? Because it's Adam Sandler. Yeah. Well, I think. Hey, look, Adam Sandler is notorious for just being, like, if you get in his circle, like he will always, you know, take care of you and look out for you and things like that, and that's why you see a lot of people in his movies all the time that repeat right yeah but but eight years separation that's a that's a whereas a lot of his characters are every movie like she doesn't do a lot of work anymore because she's still probably making 20 million a year from friends (laughs) she's doing pretty good for herself so i imagine that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying like a netflix film with adam sandler he was probably like, hey, there's nobody else I'd rather do this movie with than you. And she's like, yeah, sure. We're friends. Yeah, I don't know about that one. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe, maybe Adam Sandler begged her or maybe has something over her head. Yeah, he's probably got head. some dirt on her. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, the numbers for this thing are, are pretty wild on how Netflix flexed on, uh, on Twitter with... Uh, the amount of people who watched murder mystery uh, in the first three days. And it was 30.8 million views, um, which is wild because I never even heard of murder mystery mm-hmm. until someone told me, told me about it uh, yeah. a couple weeks ago. Yeah. So the fact that 30.8 million people now granted those numbers are split um, between um obviously us and canada but then the rest of the world i think it was like 17 million outside of the united states watched uh this film within the first 3 days um it's got a 6 out of 10 on imdb a 38 meta score and a 40% 46% on rotten tomatoes so and you know the thing is is i kind of agree with those ratings yeah yeah i think I, I don't necessarily think they're wrong, but I could see a case for them being wrong. You, there's just certain movies out there like if it's not your type of movie, you're just going to think poorly of it. Where and you know Adam Sandler is a pretty divisive person, right? You look at Happy Gilmore. Um, uh, what are some other ones he did? Uh, there's oh, Billy Madison. Billy Madison. That's the one I couldn't think of. Billy Madison, Waterboy. The I mean, yeah, he's got some. He has classics like some of well, some of the movies that I grew look, up watching. Look, are fantastic. Hold on, don't don't call them classics right away. Listen, they are classics. They are you, classics in my household. All you, right, Eric. If you go back and watch them, you're like, wow, yep, these have not aged very well. Like those movies, Dude. would not get made today. <laughs> I love those movies, and you know what? My brother, the one that will listen to it but not download this one, or he'll download it but not listen to it. Yeah, 
he's he will literally yell at you for dogging Adam Sandler. They those movies those movies would not get made today. It doesn't matter if they would get made today. My point. My they point were made. Is, they were made, and they are they are classics in my household. My, Eric. my point is, his type of comedy is is the 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 audience is getting narrower. Oh, you right? mean like politically incorrect? Well, not Very necessarily. Much like the Office. No, I'm not. What? I don't. The Office is politically incorrect. Have you watched The Office? Yeah, I don't think it's considered politically incorrect anyway have you seen some of the things that they say in that show yeah but they 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 say it to point out like they're like they're not great things mm, yeah okay. i mean when you have an adult uh peeing his pants and then getting the rest of the kids on a bus to pee their pants you you know that's although that's very moving huh that's, that's- that touches a person's heart, you know, with since you pants. have, you, you, oh, because look. you struggle, you struggle with the idea of friendship, Eric. We, we know, well, I know that the, the audience doesn't know that, but you struggle with the idea of friendship. So peeing in your pants to make another person feel good about peeing in their pants wouldn't make sense to you. My point is there's movies that haven't <laughs> aged well and his comedy, his comedy hasn't aged well. I'm not knocking him. Look, the dude dude seems like a super stand-up guy just personally. Um, and so I'm a fan of that. And he's not afraid of who he is, which is fantastic. Um, sure. And well, let's not say he's a super stand-up guy because his stand-up was kind of whack. He's a stand-up guy in the sense of he's he seems like a good guy, right? <laughs> he takes care of his friends. Um, his friends like him. And you don't, you don't really hear – you don't hear any bad stuff coming out about Adam Sandler other than sure. people don't like his movies. Right. Um, sure, so like yeah. I look at those scores, I think to myself, like my favorite Adam Sandler movies are the ones that uh, didn't do well with his fans. Right. Uh, you throw Adam Sandler in a drama movie, like rain over me. Um, I love that movie. Spanglish. I thought was pretty decent. Um, Wait, rain over me, rain over me. He, I've, I don't think I've ever heard of that. It's one. him and Don Cheadle, um, and he is trying to get over the loss of his family over nine eleven. Um, his family was on a plane, and he is fantastic in that movie. Um, hmm. And then, although it's it's a little bit of a comedy, it's more of a drama in my opinion. But Click, Click was a you, good. Wait, wait a second. Are you sure there's a there's a a movie called Rain Over Me? It might be rain me. Uh, it's not rain like thunder and lightning. Rain as in R E I G N. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. No. Never seen it. No. You should. But I've seen. I've seen this. I've seen these screenshots of it. Yeah. So yeah, no, it's it's a good movie. Like, I mean, there, there's just some actors out there. The, their device of like their types of movies like Will Ferrell movies most of them don't do much for me like especially his first several movies but you throw him in a drama role I usually like him and I will even say I think his comedy movies have evolved uh, well most not all of them um, and so like even though I still don't like some of his beginning stuff 
the newer stuff that other people don't like, that's the stuff I like. Will Ferrell does. Same thing with Adam Sandler. The things that other people like, I mean, I liked it when I was a teenager, but now it's like, eh, I don't care so much for it. And the stuff that he does that's more serious, I enjoy. Although Murder Mystery is not totally serious, it's just it's not your typical Adam Sandler movie. So if people are going in there thinking it's going to be their typical Adam Sandler movie, they will be disappointed. Right. But the overall quality of the movie, I mean, it doesn't, I mean, they, they spent money on it. They got decent actors in there. Um, yeah. So for favors, for favors, totally. For favors. Yeah, totally for favors. But, <laughs> but you can, this, I mean, you're not paying, you're not losing any money to go watch this movie. It's on Netflix, you know? So, Oh, well, you it, technically it, are paying for the film. Not you're just specifically not... that one. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Murder Mystery. This is a new uh, Netflix movie starring Jennifer Aniston and uh, Adam Sandler. They are a married couple. Uh, he is a New York cop, and he takes her on an anniversary trip uh, uh, to Europe for a European vacation. And while they are there, they get wrapped up in uh, the mystery, mysterious death of a elderly billionaire. And that is pretty much the plot of the movie. So the big question for everyone is, is it worth watching? Patrick, what would you recommend to people? Um, if you have absolutely nothing to do, like nothing, like you can't find anything else to do and you can't find anything else on Netflix's massive library of content, then sure. Um, I don't regret watching it. I think I think you will laugh at some of it and you will cringe at some of it. Um, but I think if you've got nothing to do, you're bored, you got an hour and a half, which is really short um, for a Sandler movie, go for it. Mm-hmm. How do you yeah. feel? Uh, you know, I, I guess I didn't feel that strongly against mm-hmm. it as you did. Like you said, I mean, you didn't regret watching it. How many times have you watched, watched something you're like, ugh, why did I watch that? Yeah. Um, so I thought, I thought it was a good movie where you can just put it on and you don't have to think too much. Um, it, in my opinion, like it's one of those movies you can start and stop and walk away, go do something else and then come back and you don't feel yeah. bad that you did that. Well, and you don't, you because it's such a simple f- film, you don't feel like you've lost anything in the, in yeah, the actual you, story. Yeah, either. you don't, you don't have to, you don't feel that way. So, I mean, if you're looking for an old school Adam Sandler movie, this is not, this is not the ride. Um, nope. So don't do that. If you're looking um, for something that's just kind of casually fun, you know, think, I, I picture like what Fast and Furious does for car movies. This is kind of doing for your rom coms, rom rom coms, light miss murder mystery movies, sure. right? So, um, so, I mean, yeah. I love the I love the idea of the film. I love the plot. I like yeah. the idea of a murder mystery. Um, I think the plot is good. I just there's some issues in it that I think we'll talk about in a few minutes. But yeah, I think I think it's I think it's I think it's. If you're not going to waste your time watching it, for sure, you you will laugh. It's Adam Sandler. Yeah, it's oh, not his well, normal, but it you still will laugh. And I think you bring up a good point. So let's go ahead and uh, talk about some 
some of the things we liked and didn't like about the movie. So for me, the biggest thing that I noticed right away was this was a plot driven movie. Yeah. Like you could have thrown in different characters wouldn't have been that big of a deal. So, and I think that's what makes it one of those types of things where you can walk away from it. Like you don't have to see the nuanced development of a character. Don't get me wrong. They got some character traits in there that especially make you laugh. Um, and, uh, like a cop's inability to, to shoot. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, they play that up a, a few times in the movie. Um, but overall it could have been something else and sure. it, you wouldn't have, you wouldn't have suffered in the movie. So, um, what's, what were some things that you loved about it? Um, I love, I like the care. I love the characters. I thought the characters, um, I feel like Adam Sandler, when he writes films, he, he always does a great job of developing quirky, just random and weird characters. Mm-hmm. Um, like the the uh I don't even know where he was from, but the prince. The the you know the, the uh, Maj- Maharaja. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he reminded me so much of uh um Ali G. What's yep. his name? But uh, he was so Sasha, like uh, Sasha Barracon. Yep. Yeah. So when, when I saw him and the way he was reacting and his acting and stuff, I and I just I laughed. Instantly laughed. Um mm-hmm. And the whole uh, whole scene when they end up on the boat and they're standing there and uh, the uncle, you know, is calling out and saying what he loves about all of the people. And hate. And it, well, he doesn't do the hate thing first, but then the, um, what is his, I, what is his actual name? Not, not his. Not his character name or. I'm his confused. character name. Yeah. Yeah. His character. Oh, name. I don't remember. Let me, let me. Let me pull that up really quick, just because it'll make it easier for me to talk about. Well, I'll cut to, I'll cut in and out of this. Ba, 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 ba. Oh, I guess it's Maharaj, a Maharaj or whatever his name is. How do you say mm, it? Maharaja. It's a Ma- title. Um, Maharaja. In India, uh, yeah. Even Indian culture. Yeah. So he, when Maharaja like does the, he kisses his two fingers and points up like like a gangster would yeah and that it's just it corrected me up or um it's all in the hips guy from uh happy gilmore with the patch over his eye and you know just seeing those characters um i mean that was that was probably one of the fun parts of the film um and i liked how i could relate with adam Sandler's character because he's he's that he's that husband that is um, not the lying thing. I can't relate to that part. Let me just say that, okay? But, <laughs> but the funny the the that just how funny it was when he was in the store and he bought the card for his wife for their anniversary and he grabs the Amazon gift card. You know, most men. I I don't know about Eric. We've, we've about all you. been there. We've you've, been yeah, there. you've been there. You it's, get to the store and you're like, you don't know what to get. Uh, not because. Every, Every part of that it, sounds right, except when you said in the store. In the store. Yeah. <laughs> what is it now? Google? Uh, on or your phone or Amazon. Your computer. Yeah. 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 So that I thought was, I thought that was fun and hilarious. And and the simple fact that there's, he, he's this, the typical man, like the only thing he can think about is 
food, sex, and sleep. You know, well, you did keep on mentioning the one guy's dick a lot. So was he thinking Who? a lot about that? Uh, the, Who? He got his he got his dick shot off. Oh yeah. He keeps on bringing that up for some reason. So I don't know if that's a normal guy thing, but I don't yeah, think about uh, that kind of stuff. Well, but. I mean, that's a typical Adam Sandler thing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, I'm just picking. But up. anyways, when he was talking about like in the moment when he met. Uh, Oh, the uh, actress, the actress, yeah, when yeah. He met her. or when, or when Jennifer Aniston pulls him into the into the bathroom on the plane and he starts undoing his pants, yeah. you know, and he's like, "What do you?" She's like, "What are you doing?" And he's like, "What do you mean? We're not gonna, uh, we're not gonna get laid, you know? Like, I'm not gonna get laid in here, you know." Those things were were funny, and then the the whole food thing. The dude just gets murdered, and he grabs the shrimp, yeah. <laughs> and he tells Jennifer Aniston as he's walking out grab the grab the um uh whatever sauce you know mm. he's for the the dip for the shrimp so i mean i just thought it was just a good uh a good character and yeah i i enjoyed the development of the plot cuz it was so simple to follow i didn't have to i didn't have to strive yeah. or you know fully commit to it to understand yeah, it what felt, was happening the the plot very much felt like a Agatha Christie uh, type uh, book or movie in the sense of they're constantly trying to trick you into thinking it was somebody else and then, yeah. and then vindicating that person. But then you could, which they come- do a terrible job at doing by the way. Yeah. Um, yeah. To, to some degree, there's certain times where it's like, yeah, you, that was a stretch. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, no, it felt, it felt very, very much like that. Um so this would be like the comedy version of the Oriental Express, right? Sure. Um, so the, that part of the plot stuff, um, you know, it also reminded me of is like some BBC murder mysteries where just like they say in the movie, at the end, the detective gets all the all the potential suspects in one room and then explains why each person couldn't have done it and then reveals who the killer was. Like they, they definitely stuck to some of those types of tropes, but it was sure. self-aware. It was very self-aware um, in that sense. Yeah. Um, what are some of the things that you liked about it? Um, I like, like I was just explaining like the, the plot, the plot was kind of fun, how it went from one thing to the next and how they, they played on those tropes. Right. So the fact that they are on this luxurious boat and then, well, I guess uh, we can't just, uber off of here right you just mm-hmm. that mentality of like, they knew they were out of place they were just they were kind of like this fly on the wall type character watching this other stuff play out um and then the humor was when they had to interact with it yeah so so i found that i found that pretty enjoyable um yeah what didn't you like about it um it, the fact that it was mostly plot driven i think that's probably the biggest thing but you know it's an adam sandler comedy um character development's not his strong suit so sure i feel like that was that was uh probably the biggest thing um yeah i thought i thought this you know another another thing i did like was the scenery the settings they kept it going you felt like it was an adventure sure right 
being in Europe, uh, they had they're on a boat. They were at uh, huge mansions for certain parts of it, um, nice hotels, things like that. It was kind of kind of enjoyable. Um, um, I, I guess I guess the in my head, there's nothing I really hated about it. And sure. Then, but there's nothing that I really loved about it. So maybe that's the thing I that I'm most disappointed is like it didn't stand out. And it's a movie where, all right, you guys should go watch this. Or I hope there's another one, which yeah, which there is. Spoiler, there, there yeah, which makes sense. Um, they ended up on the Oriental Express when they were leaving. You know, that's Agatha Christie's big big book that got turned into several movies. Um, which which at the end of that, when I saw that, I was like, okay, I'll 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 probably end up seeing that. Yeah. Like I Yeah. It's because it's I like be- that transition, Bo. But Yeah. And the reason why you had that feeling is because this movie didn't irritate you like you felt it was a waste of your time, right? right? And when you think about a sequel, you're sitting there knowing I'm definitely not gonna waste my time. Right. I'll go into the movie, I'll enjoy it, and it will meet your expectations. And that's kind of like that's when you when people are marketing movies and when uh, you're considered watching movies. That's the reason why Star Wars will always fail in the eyes of the people who saw the original, right? It, the new ones will never live up to the expectations that they've built up in their head from the, watching the old ones, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why we feel cheated when we go watch certain movies. The movie may have been like a seven or eight. But from the trailer, we thought it was going to be a nine or ten, so we leave thinking it was a five, right? Because our expectations were mismanaged. This the reason why you felt all right. I can watch the sequel is because it's going. Your expectations will be met exactly, right? And yeah, that's that's fine. That's all right. I just you know five years from now, nobody's going to mention this movie. Oh yeah, nobody's going to talk about this movie. I mean, they might yeah. talk about the because it was. It's like the first time Netflix has shared stats. Yeah, they don't do it very often, but yeah, they do do it some. And then their stats can be kind of cryptic. What does it mean so, for a view? Like, well, they they say that if they if the viewer the viewer watches more than seventy percent of it, they count it as a view. Oh, okay, well, that's pretty legit. Yeah. So I mean, that's a that's a I mean that's a great. It's a great way to look at the stat. Mm-hmm. I, was was this the the movie that Netflix um, received crap for because people said that the film would have done better in theater, in the mm-hmm. theaters, the theatrical release? I, I, I can't know. remember I've... exactly, but I think I remember hearing it. Um, like someone brought it up to me not too long ago, but I haven't I haven't heard anything. About along those lines but i don't see that's the thing i don't think people would have gone to the theater to see this movie yeah i don't think so i think either. the reason why they had such success on netflix is because it's on netflix it's easily available you can watch it from your couch you don't have to leave or spend 13 dollars at the movie theater plus you know 14 dollars in popcorn and soda to watch it 
Yeah. And actually, if I would have spent that much money on this film, I would have felt duped. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. No, I go to go to theater for good for good films, not not basic kind of just you know like it needs to be intriguing and this wasn't that but you know i th- i think that's i think that's a good point like this this movie um in my opinion is successful for netflix because they didn't put it out in a the movie theater it w- right. it wouldn't have it would not have fared well i wouldn't have went and watched it like like i said i mean i enjoyed it so i'm not bothered the fact that i watched it but i would have never paid a movie ticket to go watch it Right. But I'm saying like out of the 13 million that are in the U.S. and the 17 million that are outside the U.S., how many of them actually enjoyed the movie? Yeah, but I mean, a lot of a lot of people go and watch movies, even though they don't end up enjoying them. But sure. I agree. I don't think those people I don't think that same number of people would have hopped in cars and went and went and watched the movie. Right. I mean, unless it was at the. uh whatchamacallit, the drive-in where you get two movies for the price of one and it's the first movie showing, you know, you would see well, it. Well, calm down. There's only like 11 drive-ins left, so <laughs> people aren't, aren't going to know what you're talking about there. Oh, I guess we're lucky enough to have it, huh? Yeah. So. So, right, well. yeah. I mean, as as uh, easy as it is to uh meander about this movie i think we need to meander on to saying yeah that doesn't sound good um you're using that word too much by the way (laughs) you used it in talking about star um about stranger things last for the last Mm. episode gotcha okay so so patrick um all right let's do this so on a scale of one to ten I feel like this is this is probably like a six for me. Um, Patrick, how did you feel about it? I'm going to say a six, and I think that's just being gracious. I, I think I think since I don't feel bad that I watched it, um, I, I feel I feel fine with a six. I wouldn't give it any more, but yeah, it was a six six in my book, and you know. Maybe they know better than we do. Maybe there'll be a sequel. Maybe they they will rethink it. Who knows? But that is it for this episode. Um, Until we get to talk to you guys again next week. Patrick, where can they find us at? You can listen to um, the podcast anywhere that you get your podcast. Um, And you can connect with us on social media. Uh, Facebook, That One Movie Podcast. And on Twitter, that one movie pod one 